back to roll for blank streets of mage. The party has stumbled into the atrium of the fallen lords, where they have triggered a trap, and a battle is afoot. You immediately get a glimpse of the centaur king statue come entirely to life. It is holding its lance pointed right at your face. Ah. The predator. And suddenly more light starts filling the room, enough that everyone can see, and you need to roll initiative. 16. Uh, 14 for Polly. Two. Ooh. <laughs> Rut row. Nine. Nine, okay. All right, so the first statue, all, th- all of you see Three of these statues of former kings have come to life. You see the Cavalier, Centaur, King. You see Stephen, the Bard King. And you see Prethos, the Barbarian King. And Stephen. This seems pretty sexist. Where's all the queens? No shit. It's it's a patriarchal society. I don't agree with it. That's why y'all are taking this shit down. And Hermione Granger would not approve. Maybe you can be the next queen. Yeah, it's I true. want to return to my boat, my girlfriend. Freddie Mercury can be the next queen. Solid. <laughs> yeah. That movie was so historically accurate. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, the uh, the centaur, Cavalier, is first up in the order, and he has his lance right in front of Otis. So he's oh. going to stab Otis with his lance, and that is a natural 20. Oh, oh God. Uh, okay. And... <laughs> I should have turned off the lights. Um, and a, a 25 hits you also, right? Ugh. Yeah. Okay, so this is going to do double damage. Ooh. Ow. This is um, going to be pretty gruesome. Okay, so that is... Uh... God, don't kill them. So you're, you're going to take 36 points of damage okay, from a stab that's with like, the lance. Like roughly half of what I have, so... Don't worry, he probably has another attack, so just get ready. Yeah, well, he, he has two more attacks. Oh, um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, he is going to also attempt to kick you with his horse legs. Horse legs. Dude. Uh, that horse. is a 14 to hit. That's my armor class. Okay. Fuck you. You're fine. Get it. And so for its third action, it is going to charge at... Polly, because Polly is there. That misses. And that is a 24 to hit? <laughs> no, that hits. That hits? Okay. And that's going to be uh, 26 points of damage. And Two roll minutes. dexterity. Oh, come on. Oh, I see him coming, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Oh. Uh, 21. All uh, right. Non- he hits you really hard, and you you recognize that someone might be knocked prone from this hit, but you dig your heels in and and just take it. So you're good. Okay. And now it is Captain Elora's turn. All right, I've got some questions. Uh, how tall is the ceiling? 30 feet. Um, all right. Um, I would like, as a free action to grab Otis and put him on my shoulders. Okay. Yeah, you can do that. You're all very close to each other because you just pretty much booped in and then walked over to the bear statue uh, pedestal together. 
cool. Then I'm going to turn to Villa and I'm going to slow blink in a way she knows will mean you can follow too if you're injured. Then I'm going to cast my rope trick and a large extra dimensional box is going to appear very high up in the ceiling that hopefully no one can reach and a rope's gonna fall down. And I'm gonna climb up it as fast as I can to try to get Otis away from dying. And I'll put him in my box. Great, okay. Yeah, you're both inside that extra dimensional pocket. Damn, he's in your box. Yeah, she just tucked him in her roomy orc box. It's really, really deep up in there. Okay, very good. Now it is Stephen the Bard King's turn, and he is going to fire a bow at Polly because there's simply no one else visible at the moment. Bow, no. Polly, that is a 19 to hit. That won't that hit you. That not hit. Uh, for his second attack, Polly, roll a wisdom save. Oh, well, Polly's really smart. So is this magic? It is, yeah. Uh-huh. I get so many advantages, but it didn't help. I rolled a six. <laughs> okay. The Bard King Stephen takes out his harp and plays a dissonant tune. Oh, no. And Polly, you will take 23 points of damage, and you now have to run away from the situation for- Does he also have to explain what he's afraid of? Yes, he does have to explain what he's afraid of. You have to run away for two rounds. Okay. Or, and you can try to break this on okay. with a wisdom save on your next turn, but two rounds would be the cap before it wears off. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So what's Polly afraid of? The situation from the Jersey Shore, he's terrifying. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, Polly can't speak. Polly's greatest fear is not being able to express himself. So he is now stuck in this world where he can't speak. Okay. It's, very- it's a real I- no doubt scenario. He's so okay. alone. All right. So for Steven's third attack, he is going to play another song of inspiration that is going to give the other kings and himself advantage for two rounds. Gotta kill that bard. And uh, now it is the final king's turn, the barbarian king, Prethos, and he is going to use one of his actions to move up close enough to you all, and then he is going to use a second action to keep pursuing Polly because Polly is moving away. And on his uh, third attack, third action, he is going to attack Polly with his axe from behind. And that is a uh, 21 to hit. That's my armor block. Okay. And so he will try a second swipe, and that is a 23 to hit. That hits. And you will be slashed for five points of damage. Wow. (laughs) Well, that worked out. About as well as good. <laughs> he had to walk a lot. Okay, now it's Polly's turn. Polly, do you want to roll that wisdom saving throw to become unwhispered? I am. So it's so I get uh, advantage against magic for wisdom. So I assume I still get advantage. Yeah. To... Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna use my inspiration. Okay. Wow, twelve out of three rolls. Oof. Yeah, you are still you are still whispered. So you will be. Uh, continuing to run away for this turn. Oh, Polly, you really insecure about that, huh? <laughs> I am going to eat a whole turkey. Okay. Can I do anything else? 
Um, I mean, you can pretty much like you can because I, I have no movement left, right? Uh, you well, yeah. You have to use all your movement getting away from the situation. So you will right. be moving around the room perpetually for this turn and the next turn, and then it'll wear off. Can I situation. see anything around the room? Um, just is there anything on the walls or the ceiling or? Just there, there are frescoes of other kings on the walls, but nothing, nothing that you see that's utilitarian. Frescoes are these? This is painting bullshit, right? Yeah. It's not like statues on the wall. No, yeah, just just paintings. Okay. Okay, uh, Villa, you're up. You've just seen uh, Captain Alora and Otis disappear into a, an, an invisible dimension in the ceiling, and Polly is scared for the first time that you've known it. I'm going to hide. Let's attack the bard. Okay. Get that bard. How far away is he? Um, he's probably like 10 feet away, maybe. Uh, I'll use the Yuri Tonto then. Okay. How often do we get inspiration? Um, it's just cool yeah. stuff happens. Yeah. Just once. Right. Okay. One at a time. So 13. That will miss. And I will hide. 28. You're hidden. Great. Well hidden. It is Otis's turn. Otis, you're in the box. Uh, can you describe Captain Alora's box to me? Well, um, it's kind of a craftsman layout. <laughs> I like to pause there for a second. <laughs> well, um... <laughs> there's, some, there's some nice Tiffany glass lamps. Oh, lots fancy. of fine woodwork, and so it's really—it's cozy. It's like a place that you would want to spend time. You would—you would want to sit here, and maybe as a you know, a, a famous author or or such and such, you would want to spend an hour or so talking about something that's very important to you, and allowing Captain Lord to share it uh, with other people through uh, kind of the Bardic internet. Okay, so yeah, sounds like it fits like a glove. And can I do anything from here? Yeah, so there's a um, there's like a window through which we can cast things. And just oh no, shit! Things. Yeah, so it's like it's a like a four foot squared window. Yeah, you can so you can see out. You can eat while you're in there, and uh, and yeah, you can cast magic through it, but you can't do anything that passes a physical object. So you couldn't shoot arrows. Or anything like that, and there is a time limit on the uh, on the spell as well, I believe. How do I check what my time? Oh, it's an hour. We can stay up here an hour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so, plenty of time for Otis. Okay. Um, Otis, so, I recommend you eat while you're in there. Yeah. The my first you know I mean? free action is going to be to eat a turkey. Cross that off. Um, and then, um, let me check something. Um, uh, how are these, uh, jerk-ass, uh, statues kind of laid out downstairs? Um, can I, can I pull off a fireball with a 20-foot radius and not endanger my friends? You absolutely could. Villa is well hidden, and, I mean, who knows where Villa is, to be honest. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. And Polly is, is all the way toward the edge of the room. So the the closest person to Polly is still about five feet away from him. You okay. could hit all three of them with one fireball. Yeah. Bam. Let's all right. That. What's the um, save? Uh, it's a dex 18. Okay. All right. Yep, yep, yep. 
Okay, so one of them is going to save. The other two will not. Okay, so if they didn't save, they take 27. And if they did, then they take half of that. I would say round up. All right, yep. So the the one that saved was the the centaur king, the cavalier. Uh, He was able to... uh, Gallop, I don't like that dude. Prance, something frolic out of the way. Yeah, you Can- canter. Yes, yes. <laughs> Mitt Romney's wife was Pants? Anne Romney was all over it. Okay, great. Now we're back to the top of the order with that centaur king, and uh, they are going to look up toward the source of the fireball, and they see nothing. There is literally nothing there, but a rope, and it's a horse. Can't climb a rope very easily. So that's cool. Uh, so they are going to turn and charge at Polly. Uh, that is an 18 on the charge, which will not hit you. Sure. Yeah, it's, I have a 21 armor class. Yeah. So no hit. Uh, then it's going to attempt to kick you. That's a 13. And it's going to attempt to stab you with his lance, and that is a 27. Yep. So you will take 22 points of damage. From the lance. Paul, are you raging yet? Oh, I died a while ago. I'm just not telling me. <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine on that first charge, you like whipped out a No Fear t-shirt and you were like a matador with it. Like, come and get me. And then you get out of the way. That'd be uh-huh. awesome because I think I'm against the wall at this point. So that would have just had him run face first into a wall. Right? Would yeah. be ideal. Is he half yeah. bull? <laughs> just all horse, unfortunately. He's all horse, my man. Uh, so now it is Captain Alora's turn. Captain Alora. All right. Um, first, I will walk over to the hearth and I will readjust the very nice portrait of Shanti that hangs there because it's slightly crooked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to take out from my bag, not my cats, as one would assume, but I have I have like a very elaborate calligraphy set and I take some pens and I, I tape them together in a triangle and I put some parchment over it and I make a very small paraglider for a cat. And then I take, um, I think like my bravest cat, Queen Victoria the Clossum, and I pop it on the <laughs> paraglider because I'm very worried about Polly. And I lower it down from the hole and I glide it because I feel like this will help him with his wisdom check somehow. Okay. Uh, Right. Then, of course, I'm going to do something actually relevant, somehow. Uh, so how close together are the statues? Right now, they are more separated than they were when Otis attacked, so you have two that are within about 10 feet of each other and one that is 20 feet away from that. Um, I get the feeling that centaurs are stupid, um, so I'm going to get some of my bodic magic together and start very creepy whispering. Um, it's the center. Okay. Dissonant Whispers? Yes, please. Okay. Did you fail a 16? And he failed. Right. Nice. Um, okay. He's gonna run around and be a big scaredy horse, and then he's gonna take all the damage, so please hold. In What's her defense, that is the makes... wisest barbarian king ever. <laughs> like, the only barbarian in the history of barbarians that didn't take wisdom as a dumb stat. So. Right. Good thing to avoid. <laughs> what's, that thing, what's that thing you do that makes people attack their friends? Oh, uh, Crown of Madness. And I would have done that if I would have thought of doing it, but I was really distracted by sending a cat over. I, I love that crowd management 
she hides so Polly's the only one that gets hit. And then she's like, I'll send him a cat on a kite. <laughs> How many, you said 13 damage? 30. 30, okay. I, I want it, That's why I'm confirming, because I, I misheard you. I attacked the thing that's attacking you. You're the tank. You guys ran into a secret Listen, house. you could come into the secret house. You're just too, you're running around. I literally can't, because I can't move, except against the that's wall. That's why I sent you the cat. Yeah. The the cavalier takes this 30 points of damage and then starts running away from Polly toward the other end of the room because yeah. his greatest fear is that he would be trained by the guy who trained uh, Medina Spirit, who obviously dopes all of his horses. And that's not a very nice thing to that do. That horse is a junkie. It's true. Nobody wants to be a junkie horse. Polly sort of looks like a like a scary little little jockey. <laughs> Oh, I should have gone with that. That's even better. Yeah, the horse sees Polly. Oh, this little guy in a tracksuit. I can't mess with him. Uh, okay, so <laughs> he's running away. Cocktail. I think my turn is going to be to just chuck it at this house in the sky. <laughs> you a cat, and I got oh, rid of one of your enemies. <laughs> the... Not got one of the enemies to attack the other enemy. <laughs> That's I next. I see what you're doing. I just want to use different spells. <laughs> <laughs> So now uh, it is Steven, the Bard King's turn, and he is going to attempt to dispel your happy little space. So what we need to do oh, is no. roll Arcana against each other. Dispel. I'm not gonna dispel my own spell. No, you could have dispelled the spell on me instead of sending a cat. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> Literally anything other than. Oh, you guys, you guys got a meta game harder. Man, I really. Sorry, man. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh no, you're good. Uh, so yeah, so Danny, roll, roll Arcana. Are you sure? Yeah. You don't want Should me to I roll, roll it too? Persuasion. <laughs> I can roll Arcana. I'm in the box. 20, unnatural. Okay, yeah, you you managed to keep that there. So that uses up one of his attacks. He was trying to dispel it with a wave of his hand, but he couldn't quite figure out the locks. Yeah, this box uh, is tight. <laughs> <laughs> with his second attack, he is going to fire an arrow at Polly. That's a 19 to hit, that won't hit you. And then he's gonna fire another arrow at Polly, and that's a 20 to hit, and that won't hit you either. This bard sucks, thank goodness. Actually, I think the cat's protecting him, and I think we all know that. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, we know he's gonna make that cat relevant because he's a good DM. Don't make fun of me. I'm, I'm getting very, excited very about that cat. Pussy power kind of encounter we got going on right now. Barbarian to swat the cat with an axe, and the cat just slams against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> now, now it is Prethos, the Barbarian King's turn, and he is oh. going to make four attacks against Polly. Yeah, Attack yeah, number one is a 19 to hit. Attack number two is a 18 to hit. Wow. Come on, keep going. Attack number three is a 17 to hit. Yes, come on, lucky number four, baby. And attack number four is a 21 to hit, which is your armor class. So he just waves his ax at you impotently. Four times. <laughs> and Polly is the Matrix. 
it. It's part of the Barbarian Guild, where he's like, I need to get prior approval from the Council of Barbarians first. <laughs> this is not a union attack. <laughs> <laughs> so, Polly, it's now your turn, and that cat is going to give you a plus four bonus to your wisdom save to break Woo-hoo! out of the dissonant whispers. So roll oh, that get him, Polly. wisdom. Okay. 22. Yeah. You are no longer afraid of anything. Thank God. You may take All actions right. as normal. You have in front of you right now the barbarian, the centaur is running away, and the bard is kind of hanging back in the middle of the room. Okay. Get him, Polly. Um... Polly's gonna do the the thing where he cracks his neck. He moves it from side to side, and it just cracks. You are the Matrix. And then he's gonna say, uh, "Get ready to head to Kansas, boys, because you're all gonna be dust in the wind." Oh God! <laughs> then, I'll let you stay up working on that one, bud. <laughs> well, I mean, I've been running away from people this entire session. I have to do something. Uh, Queen Victoria the Clossum's gonna give him a little, um, like a knuckle tap on the ankle to say that she approves of that pun. Nice. Nice! That was a good one. 69. She's not cool with the exposed ankle though, right? Yeah, no, I mean, that is very upsetting. Scandals. He should cover that up with a tracksuit at once. Okay, I'm, I'm giving it a try. Polly is going to majestically caw. I'm gonna press my luck. He's gonna majestically caw and then fly straight up about 20 feet. All right. So if you want to take your attack of opportunity, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So attack of opportunity is a natural one. <laughs> yes! Thank God! Uh, yeah. So he's going to do 14 damage to himself. going to just cut himself in the foot. He is... Polly is going to... Um, how tall is the bard? So the bard's just a person? Yeah, the bard's... I mean, the bard's larger than a normal person. It's probably like seven feet tall. But, but it's not as big as some of the other. Like, the Barbarian is nine feet tall, and the Centaur is, is somewhere in the eights. Like, we're talking big statues. Okay. Polly is going to uh, swoop down at the Bard and use the Odachi to try to cut one of the hands that is holding the harp. Okay. Come on, big guy. God damn it, natural one. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Ooh. Have no roll, roll your attack again. We'll see if we, you confirm a fumble on this. You got any inspiration? I do not. I used it to not break my wisdom. Oh. Ooh, an eleven. Okay, you're fine. Uh, yeah. So you will you will miss on the attack, um, but we're not gonna do any anything. I. Aggressive. So I get a second attack. I as long mm-hmm. as I take my action as attack, I get a second attack. Yeah. Um, I'm going to use the Odachi to. Can I use this as an attack? I want to attack the harp by trying to grab the harp and chucking it, at, like spiking it, football spiking it against the ground. Okay. So you want to kind of spear it and fling it somewhere, sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Is that, or do I need to use my hand for that? No, you're fine. You can, you can, you're adept with this weapon. I'm trying to do the scene from Animal House where, uh, ah, shoot, what's his name? George Blotter, the, the guy that they're- Belushi? Is, yeah. Yeah, Belushi. That guy's playing the piano and he's like, Mike, I gave my love a story. 
and Belushi just takes the guitar and smashes it against the ground repeatedly, and then hands back the stem and is like, uh, "Sorry, sorry." That's that's what I wanted. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Go full rock show on this. Okay. Uh, Nineteen. To, oh wait, am I attacking with my hand or the Odachi? With the Odachi. Oh, okay. Then twenty-three to hit. That's a hit. So yeah, roll damage. Let's see if you were able to smash oh. that harp. Oh Jesus. Um. Okay. Let's no, no, no. a lot of. Okay. Uh, 35, 43 damage. Oh, Damn, shit. Okay. Son. Yeah. Yeah, so you smashed the harp real good. Um, <laughs> so you're going to do damage to him as well here. Half the damage is going to go to Steven. Half the damage will go to the harp. Uh, so the harp is destroyed, and he will no longer be able to do his, uh, his two song-based situations until he uh, finds another instrument to play. Uh, oh, gosh. Shot through the heart and nothing to play. <laughs> you give, give us a bad name. Oh, I'm going to uh, an apple. Just an apple? We got more than an apple. I have, like, a complete breakfast or something, Polly. You kind of need... Oh, he does. Oh, he just only good. wants an apple. Can I eat two apples? Oh yeah, you can eat you can eat as many I'll things at once apples. as you want. Oh okay. Yeah. I, I I'll eat three apples. I get. I don't. I don't think I need it. I'll, okay, fine. I'll eat three apples. <laughs> Either need it or you don't, man. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't put want those to... points back on the board. Jesus Christ. Just a lot of harping on me. So <laughs> <laughs> gone. Don't you want to eat more? I feel like. My mom is playing this game. <laughs> You're skin and bone, son. You need to eat more. All okay. right. Uh, <laughs> so, Polly, that, oh, is that yes. your turn? Was that? That's your turn, Polly? Oh, yeah. No, I, I think I'm done. Okay. Now it is Villa's turn. Villa. Uh, she encourages Polly to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I would, but. Roll persuasion. Anyway. Uh, Villa doesn't care. I do. But I, yeah. Gotta play the character. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to perceive the bard as slightly handicapped as a result of not having his harp. I know there's other ways for him to attack, but I'm going to forego the hide this turn and instead rush the bard okay. so that I can be within five feet of him and strike with the surgeon's blade. All right. That's 26. That hits, yep. For 17. Okay. And that's what I can do. Okay. All right, and it's Otis's turn. Otis! Um, from what I can see, is there any situation happening down there where it would benefit uh, someone to have an enemy moved away from them? I mean, at this point, I guess you could move Steven since he's right in front of Villa, but he only has a bow that you can see. So, you know, it's a, okay. it's a long-range weapon. It'll still be effective in melee, but it'll provoke an attack of opportunity, so it's unlikely he would attack her. And then otherwise, yeah, the, the uh, Prethos is right up in Polly's business. And the centaur is still running away? Yes, he is. 
Oh, so many decisions. Um, well, it's like, man, I've got a shitload of spells. Um, I can cast them at all these different levels, and it's kind of like, uh, tactically, this is more options than anybody really ever needs. No, I, I, I figured it out. I'm going to do um, a magic missile at level five focused on the bard, because I don't like that guy. Okay. Um, this is going to be like a gazillion D4s plus one, so... Uh, just, uh, give wow, me a even if he rolls a one every time, that's still a gazillion. Yeah. He's dead. Right? That's math. That is math. <laughs> dust in the wind. All we are is dust. Didn't they also go through a desert on a horse with no name? No, that was uh, America. That was America. Oh, that's America. America. Yeah. And I could conjure a horse if you guys were more supportive oh, of me. Yeah, I was a, very supportive. You, it would take, what, 10 rounds? Yeah, it would take 10 rounds in combat. You could have conjured it before you walked through the portcullis and just ridden it in. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> could have spent that whole hay sleeping time just like, I'm making a horse. Uh-oh, is Melody looking at the picture of herself in the player's handbook? Oh, she's more than looking. <laughs> oh, she does that all the time. <laughs> she she ah. looks great as a stealth wizard wait rogue harem girl i can't remember what the picture is but i feel like it was harem related it can't be any fucking fuck what's, what's wrong with you he cast fucking just fuck. uh so many of those like more than half of those were were one on the damage oh. die all right just anyway annoying. i was just um so like there's nothing else I can appropriately be this Halloween besides to cosplay that fucking drawing because yeah, agreed yeah doppelganger yeah you've got to definitely get the see-through cloth to wear <laughs> yeah that's that's definitely what you need to do oh, we have fun. we have saran wrap in the kitchen it's fine <laughs> <laughs> to uh, Joanne's fabrics <laughs> so the total on that was a really disappointing 20 okay uh, 20 but points of damage. You know, no save, no nothing. All Fucking right. take it. Steven takes right. it on the chin. He also gets hurtled through hell. <laughs> Roll a warlock. Oh, he's not dead? <laughs> no, oh no, no. He's he's not dead. Uh, now we are back to the top of the order with the Cavalier. The Cavalier is going to continue being whispered and keep galloping away as hard as he can, but he's just kind of like running around the room like a crazy bad person. Horse, bad horse, bad horse, he's bad. <laughs> uh, and now it's Captain Laura's turn. Captain Elora. All right, well, while all that was happening, Captain Laura pulled up this like old red leather chase lounger and lounged on it. And then took out her two psychiatrist cats, which are Abraham Miaolo, and Ivan Paolo and okay. sat them at the end of the chase lounger and put her hand above her head and said, I just, I know that I, they just want me to cast Crown of Whispers, but I just, I want to try new things. I feel like Shanti has inspired me to try to be a more creative fighter. But then Abraham is just going to be like, meow, 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 meow. And then Ivan's going to be like, meow. And I'm like, all right. So I'm gonna get off the chase lounger and I'm gonna go to the little window 
and I'm gonna ask God who looks strongest, God who looks strongest. The barbarian king looks strongest. I am going to cast Crown of Madness on the barbarian king. Okay, and uh, there's a save with that, a wisdom save? Yes. Okay. There is, but you should just fail it. It's a 19 on the die. Cool, I'm gonna roll against you. But let me figure out what I need to roll against you for. My hands are very covered in Cheetos, so it's very hard for me to use my computer. It's so cheesy. It's so cheesy. I mean, I don't know if it's the color or real taste of cheese. Whoa, it's not easy. just had a sponsorship thing. Nate <laughs> had the good, it's the cheesiest. <laughs> I'm gonna use luck. Oh man, how bad was it? Oh, I suppose I got a one. Uh, oh. So remove five from your roll. Okay, so that makes it a 14. Cool, well you say it. you failed. Okay. <laughs> you say. So the Barbarian King is now crowned with madness. Yeah, yes. All right. Um, but I'm going to return to the Chase Lounger because I'm still pretty upset about this whole thing. And I'm going to, yeah, I think, now cuddle with the cats, whether or not they're my psychiatrist or not, and then stare at the photo of Shanti. And I think have, um, I think some Assam tea with a little bit of milk and honey. As you stare at the photo, you hear, uh, through through the dimensions of space and time, you hear Shanti say, we will be together soon again, my love. Oh, thank you, imagination. Keeps me happy every day. In death, we will be reunited. Uh, no, fake, Polly. <laughs> I only have so much information for you because I'm inside your own head. <laughs> Solid. Looking pretty busty there, imaginary Shanti. Okay. Uh, now it's Stephen the Bard's turn. And Stephen the Bard is uh, going to I'll spend his, his move crying up to one of the other statues. Oh, oh no. he better not bring that alive. God damn it. And uh, he is going to approach that statue and he is going to attempt to wrest a loot from the statue with a strength with a strength throw. And uh, yeah, he will succeed. So he's going to pull the loot down from it. And then he's going to use his only attack to fire an arrow at Villa. And Villa, that is a 21 to hit. The one time Villa didn't hide. And that will do 17 damage. Uncanny dodge to react. Okay. Uncanny dodge, so you're gonna half that 17. Great. And that is Steven's turn. And now it is Prethos' turn, who is mad. So he's gonna walk over to Steven and try to hit him three times with his ax. So we have, <laughs> we have a 29 to hit. Love it. And that's gonna do 17 damage. Shit. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. And the second attack, ooh, natural one. Mm. He's gonna do five damage to himself. And there. And third attack is a 20 to hit. And that's going to do another four damage. Okay. All right. And that brings us to Pauly. Pauly! Describe the other statues in the hall. Um, just, it's a lot of other statues of kings. Are there any that stand out? Is there another centaur? 
Um, there is. Is there a Minotaur King? It is. There is actually a Minotaur King. Yes. Nice. All right. Polly is going to. So, I think the harp guy left. Right. He was standing by me, and I didn't think to try to attack him, so he just walked away. Right. He moved away to take the loot from right, one of right. the statues, and yeah, and then he tried to fire Polly an arrow. Polly is going to use his movement to fly over to the Minotaur statue. Okay. And he is going to take the amulet of false life off of the king's head and kind of drop the king's head. And he's going to put it on the Minotaur statue. And that statue is under my control for, come on, D8, don't fuck me. I know you're going to fuck me. Seven! Yes! Woohoo! Seven I got this Minotaur and he's my boy. All right. Yeah. Great. You've got this Minotaur. Is it the Minotaur's turn? It, it can be. Is that what you want to do? You don't have any other actions? I guess you well, don't because you didn't take any attacks. I, I assumed I, yeah, I assume I used my action to place the thing. So I don't, I, I don't get double attacks. Great. I don't get double actions unless I attack. This Minotaur has a massive wooden club. It's like a two-handed great club. Um, mm-hmm. It is plus 10 to hit and it's going to do 3d12 damage. So you can have uh, the Minotaur attack whoever you'd like. Um, I am going to, ooh, okay, so the centaur, I assume the centaur can now move around. Like, I assume the centaur yeah. is not trying to escape because concentration is broken from casting a second spell. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. How far away is the centaur? At the back of the room, toward the back door where where you entered, or where you would have entered had you not booped in, where Villa entered. Okay. Um, I guess I guess I'll go over to the bard and club him. Okay. Or, I'm sorry. Have the centaur try to club him. He's never gonna get to play that harp. Okay. Come on, centaur. Or come on, minotaur. This up. Ooh, a 19 to hit. That'll hit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Roll d12. A 12. Three d12. Uh, seven. So I get 17. Uh, 25 damage. Okay. Can I, I know this isn't technically Polly's turn. Does he still have the cat? Does Polly still have the cat? I don't think it was ever sent back, so yeah. Okay, all right, just checking. I I mean, it's not Polly's turn. I just wanted to know for the future whether Polly had the cat. Great, okay, so yeah, so Mercutio, the the Minotaur King, is just going to smash the bard with his club under your control. And now it is Villa's turn, Villa! Okay. Kill uh, something. I would like to kill something, please. In the face. Make it make it dead. What are my options? Well, you got Steven the Bard, the Bard King. He's yeah. getting beat up pre- pretty good. The Centaur King remains uh, at the back of the, the house. He will probably be recovering from his dissonant whispers soon. And then you've got Prethos, who is crowned with madness, and you probably shouldn't attack him because he's going to kill other people. How's far away am I from Steven? Um, You're very close. He was like right up in your business and he walked 10 feet away to get a statue. So you could probably walk up and give him a stabby stab. Walk up and give him a stabby stab. Ooh, break his hands. Also, I think that you get a sneak attack because he's engaged with someone. You're flanking. Because he's engaged with Mercutio, the Minotaur King. Woo 
Is he seducing my Minotaur King? That is great, because then I get 32 damage on him, considering a 28 hits, yes? Oh, yeah, 28 hits and 32 damage? Sweet. Okay. Kill him. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. That's some good chipping. Real good chipping. All right. It's Otis's turn. Otis! Unless you're going to hide. You can't hide because you moved. I, yeah, I have to I have to stay put. Okay. Otis. Okay. Um, I'm going to throw the, the serpent staff. Ooh. Or the staff of the python, rather, is what it's called. Yeah. Um, and Get that danger noodle in the field. Yeah. I'm going to show him my snake, you know what I'm saying? Um, snake one of them. So <laughs> there's not really anything I do other than, uh, you know, kind of chuck it at him. And uh, I was going to throw it at the bard. Great. And If you uh, hit me, I will murder you. I'm just... <laughs> no, no, the snake does what I tell it to. Don't worry. So, That's what he always says. <laughs> <laughs> Otis javelin throws the staff over there. It lands, hits the ground, turns into a big-ass crazy snake. Um, Giant python. And I don't know if it gets to act now or later or what. It can act now, yeah. Yeah, there it is. You okay. just whipped it out. It's got to do something. Holly yells from the Minotaur's shoulder. That's right, because your hiss, your hiss was on his lips. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize Polly and Otis was a Hollow Notes cover band. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> um, okay, so... Oh, the snake rolls to hit only at nine. So okay, the snake won't hit. The that snake will not hit. Incredible though, Holly and Oats is Otis. Wow, yeah. Polly and Otis. Polly and Otis. Yeah, <laughs> it works. It works. It's time to cover so, yeah, rock uh, cover band. <laughs> you tried to use your new fangled staff. Didn't <laughs> it didn't scale to attack a. AC this high. Insert snake pun. <laughs> Insert snake pun. <laughs> ask, ask me for another. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Back to the top of the order. The Cavalier Knight is going to shake off his dissonant whispers and is going to charge at Villa. Villa, that's a natural 20. Holy shit. Okay. So that's a 32 to hit. Uh, on the confirm is a twenty-seven, so that's gonna that's gonna hit you, I think. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna take uh, twenty-eight points of damage. You can handle that. And you need to roll a dexterity save. Can I uncanny dodge as a response? Yeah, you can definitely uncanny dodge. Sure. And the uncanny dodge will over uh, will will supersede the need to roll the dex save, so you don't get knocked prone okay. from the charge. Um, his second attack, he is going to lance stab you. That is a nineteen to hit. That hits. Okay, and that's going to be uh, eighteen points of damage. Okay. How you doing? You doing okay? I'm okay. okay. And the third attack, he's going to kick at you, and that is a 17 to hit. 
That's my armor class. Okay, so you absorb, and you're all good. Now it is Captain Elora's turn. Captain Elora. <laughs> well, I am going to continue to have an imaginary conversation with my girlfriend, which is going to sound like, oh, sweetheart, it's okay. I'm sure the rest of the team still appreciate you. Oh, Shanti, you were just saying that because you're imaginary. And then I'll do fucking nothing else and just keep my goddamn crown madness going. Okay. She's going to say, I think we could place the couch in this orientation in the room. What do you think? Oh, actually, I do think that would definitely open up the veranda a little bit better. Yes, yes. It's important to have room for conversation as well as murder. That's so true. And, you know, some other stuff we enjoy doing. And then I get very distracted. Sorry, I know that you're in the house. You can normally, though, do range, right? You can still maintain concentration and do a melee attack or a range attack, right? Yeah, I mean, you could fire a crossbow or something while you're concentrating. But that I couldn't hire. Yeah, out the yeah. door. You can't fire it out that way. Yeah. Okay. And probably reaching your hand down out and just firing a crossbow is not a good idea because one of us is going to get shot. I will. I'll notice a couple of my tea bags have been oversteeped and they're really kind of empty. I'm just going to throw them out through the hole. Great. Okay. The tea bags plop uh, pathetically on the top of Bard King Stephen's head Love as he it. bleeds. Uh, tea bagged one of the statues. I take the uh, uh, mighty Granger hates you. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Steven is going to, I guess, kind of just try to play that loot. And then cut his own wrists. So he's going to attempt to uh, dissonant whisper Villa. So that Villa, Chris. roll a wisdom saving throw. You got this. Dodge no. the wisdom. Nobody's going to... React to that pun? All right, fine. <laughs> um, I didn't actually hear it. I got it. Oh, 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 I got it. Yeah. I mean, pretty good. Chris Loot uh, a Chris Bridges. He's he's doing what now? He's trying to... He's trying to dissonant whisper you. And then do I just get to dodge it? Well, you have to roll a wisdom save. So oh. roll wisdom. Great. save. dodging. Make sure it's a save, not the check. Guys. Oh, God. No, we're going to get stabbed by the invisible stabber. <sighs> Fuck. Yeah, for the, oh, for the audience, that was a one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah. So you're dissonant whispered. You are yeah, going to take, uh, you're going to take this, this amount of damage. No, actually just Polly's going to. 12 points of damage. And Villa, whatever you're most afraid of plagues your mind, and you feel the just endless urge to run away from this battle. But we have to learn what it is. Would you say sometimes she feels she's got to bum, bum, run away? away. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that should get subbed in for his uh, loot claim. I like it. Fine. I think that's okay. Just having Villa be a um, the half human that she is is probably her biggest fear is feelings. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. So Villa's just like feelings, ugh, and starts 
backing slowly away. She can't even run away because she doesn't have that capacity for fear in her, but she just starts backing away like someone who just like farted or said something racist in a store. Well, I was really scared because I thought for a second this was Crown of Madness. Oh yeah, no. I was like, oh my God, we're all dead. Um, (laughs) That would be something, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, don't don't give me ideas. Um, okay, so so that's uh, that's Steven's turn, and uh, now it is going to be Prethos's turn, the Barbarian King, and he is still crowned with madness, so he is going to take some wax at Steven, and oh. on the first attack, that is a uh, that is a twenty-three to hit, so that's going to hit, and that's going to do eight damage, and for his second attack, that is a uh, 24 to hit, which will hit, and that's going to do 14 more. And then he's going to attack again. That is a 20. That's going to hit, and that's going to be another eight. Is he dead yet? Not quite. I was I was thinking it would, but uh, last attack, uh, that is a th- 31 to hit. <laughs> oh shit! And uh, that's going to be 20 damage. So Steven is real messed up, uh, but Steven stands. Steven still stands. Uh, so yeah, that's that's that for Prethos's turn. And now it is Polly's turn. Polly, what you doing up there? What What's you doing? What's the cat's name that you gave me? Oh, um, please hold because I definitely don't keep. It was it was Queen Victoria the possum. Possum. Oh, possum. so it's a queen. Queen, yeah. Queen Victoria Claussen? The, cl- the awesome, but it's the awesome. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right, all right. So the cat is just constantly touching Polly's shoulder and, and pushing on it. Polly speaks to animals. Yeah, oh, okay, fine. You can drive the big monster uh, minotaur thing. And Polly sets the cat on the minotaur's head and says, okay, minotaur, you just uh, you listen to the cat, whatever it wants to do. And then, am I high enough that if I fly off of the Minotaur's shoulder, will Steven get an attack of opportunity? Um, eh, no. No. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm going to, much like uh, George Washington would, it's just ring, and Polly just shoots up into the air and uh, tries to land on the back of the Minotaur, or on the back of the Centaur. Okay, great. Is I guess attack for that? Should I do to hit? Yeah, I would do do a, an unarmed strike to hit, I guess. Oh, can I try to bury the Odachi in between its front shoulder blades? Sure. Like, a, like a driving stick. Like yeah. a driving I'm gonna attack recklessly, because why Great. the fuck? Let's get in there. You already gave a large stone figurine a, a cat Ooh. to drive it. Oh, uh, 31 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Yeah. Okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Right, Mr. Minotaur. Oh, wow. Uh, yeesh. Uh, okay. Uh, sorry. Gotta do a bunch of math. 25, 37, <laughs> 45 damage. 45? 45. Okay. That's, There's that's, a good number. That's real messy. Okay, great. Yeah, you you just bury the Odachi into the Centaur King's uh, shoulder blades, 
and okay. and now you're there, so you can All take right. a second attack. Yeah, I'm gonna take my second attack, and ooh. So I did Google this. I was under the impression that horses got drunk really easily, but apparently <laughs> they don't, which is super disappointing because I had a whole thing for that. Man. Ooh. I respect your honesty because I feel like we would have gone along with it. But yeah, I just, I can't. I shouldn't have looked it up. I should have just gone with it. Yeah, it was real Winnie Winnie scenario. <laughs> I just had to say nay. <laughs> um, okay, sorry, sorry. I got this. I got the important this. thing is we're all stable. Uh... Mentally. <laughs> what do I, I know? Of, what do I know about horses? There's got to be something useful about horses. What's the main information about horses that you need to know? I mean, you can't fuck them. I mean, I guess <laughs> you're not supposed to, I will say. Um, okay, all right, let me think. Think. I got, okay, horses, eat carrots. I do have some hay, but I'm not sure how to creatively use hay against this horse. I don't feel like in the middle of battle, a horse person would just be like, hey, <laughs> and just like run off. Um, all right, I guess I'm... All right, I'm going to um, stand up on the horse, and I'm just going to leave the Odachi in the horse. Okay. He's continued to do damage, but he's got a sword in his back. And I'm going to take my... Um, I'm going to take Dawn, the Great Club, and I'm going to try to just whack him in the back of that. I'm going to see if I can knock him unconscious. There's my... Okay, all right, come on. 22 to hit. This is on the centaur? Yes. That's a hit, yeah. Okay. Ooh. Uh, 16 to the back of his head. It's good. It's a good hit. You knock him forward. Doesn't knock him out. But he is uh, very, uh, very interested in what you're doing. Okay. Focused on Polly. Nice. I, can I... As a free action, just grab onto the Odachi's handle that's still in his back to try to get some... Leverage. Get some leverage? Well, just to, to get some stability since I'm riding this horse. Yeah, yeah. You can you can use it to brace your, your ride. I'm into cool. it. Love it. Now it is uh, Mercutio, the Minotaur King's turn. So, oh, Polly, yeah. who's he going to attack? I'm not in control of the cats. Okay. Am I in control of the cat? Uh, you know that cat better than I do. What do yeah. you think? <laughs> Mutoria. Is Queen Victoria going to go after Steven, the bard, who it, it, this Minotaur already smashed, or something else? Yeah, it's a repetitive cat. I definitely think so. All right. Then, uh, yeah, so you want to roll roll a d20 and add 10. Yeah, you got 10 to hit. That's a 19. That will hit. And then roll 3d12 damage. 23. Yep. All right. Steven, the Bard King, is dead. Woohoo! And we'll stop there for this week. Oh, oh, damn. Now I'm worried because I feel like this battle seemed like it was almost over. Yeah. But the fact that uh, we're stopping there indicates to me that all the other statues are gonna to come to life.
Roll for Blank, Streets of Mage, is written by me, Nate Regolia. It features player performances by Billy Ferguson, Race Garber, Danny Hedlund, and Melody Stevens. Our theme music is A Journey Awaits by Pierre Bondifer at P-B-O-N-D-O-E-R on the socials. It's Creative Commons via opengameart.org. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen. It's like casting bless on our whole party, and we can use all the help we can get. Otherwise, buy some D&D books or whatever RPG lights you up and get rolling. Yeah, because I don't, I don't want us to miss out on Otisisms. I mean, as the most entertaining character in this party, uh, you know, I, I agree. <laughs> uh, Captain Laura uses a reaction to kick Otis out of the little safety cube.